grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text this day, again, is from John 7. Here, the part that reads, Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now, this he said about the Spirit, whom those who believe in him were to receive. You may be seated. Pentecost is all about the power of the Holy Spirit coming in a miraculous way. In Acts, we hear the Spirit coming as dividing tongues of fire appearing on all the disciples. Yet our text speaks of the Spirit causing living rivers of living water flowing, fire and water. Well, they don't really mix unless you're trying to put a fire out, right? Yet, if you go ahead and put water on a grease fire, yep, the reaction is quite something different. The Holy Spirit is described as connected with fire and with water. Fire is seen external, the external coming of the Holy Spirit. The living water is from within, flowing from the heart, internal. The external, the internal, the Spirit's working causes people to do things that would not, they would not normally do. So let's consider the fire and the water in their relationship. When there is more fire than there is water, the fire dries up the water. As summer continues on, we see the great ball of fire in the sky. And as it beats down upon us, our bodies dehydrate and we get thirsty. Jesus said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. But Jesus isn't talking about thirst that can be satisfied with simple water. The thirsting he's talking about is wanting things to be right again, to be satisfied with life. Jesus in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 6, he says, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Blessed are you when you thirst and hunger for righteous things, for things to be right once again. In Disney's Finding Nemo, there's the sea turtle riding the eastern Australian ocean current. He's with, he's with his family, and he's riding the current with him, and they're riding the curtain with him, and all you can hear is, Righteous, 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 dude! Righteous is when things are just the way that they're supposed to be. But they're not. We should recognize that indeed our hearts do thirst. Our hearts thirst for things to be right. Our hearts thirst for righteousness. And that is what happened on the cross. As Jesus suffered injustice, crucified for what he did not do. His death was unrighteous, and he cried there from the cross, I thirst. It is a thirst that is created by God himself. It is a thirst that is created by God so that we and all humanity would seek him. You teenagers, 
You'd like it if your parents would understand you, huh? But when you talk to them, it seems like you're talking a different language. You believe that they don't understand. That you don't that they don't understand what you're going through. And if you're honest with yourself, you thirst for righteousness, for life, to be satisfied. But no one understands. Going through the nursing home, every once in a while I hear a resident cry, Help me! And I remember my grandfather, after his stroke, he couldn't talk and he tried to write, but it just came out as desperate scribbles. They tried to feed him, but he couldn't swallow. No one understood until one day my father went ahead and put the food in the side of his mouth, touching his left cheek. And all of a sudden, he swallowed. He could eat again because someone had taken the time to understand him. Do you thirst for understanding? That's the hunger and the thirst for righteousness. That thirst to understand is be created by God because of the Tower of Babel. Before everyone spoke one language, and so they devised a plan to build a temple or build a tower to themselves to reach to the heavens so that they would not be spread out as God had commanded our first parents in the Garden of Eden, so that they would not be spread out over the whole world as then Noah and his, to the promise, or he commanded Noah and his families after the flood. And so God confused their language so that they would seek, so that they would hunger, so that they would thirst for God himself. Pentecost is all about undoing Babel. However, God chose it not by giving one language again, but by God choosing the disciples to speak many languages with one message. God's Spirit caught the attention by hearing the sound of the wind. God's Spirit caught people's attention by the sight of the fire. But it was the one message that united over 3,000 people with God through Jesus Christ who thirsted for righteousness. Unlike fire drying up the water, making us thirsty, the fire of God's Spirit makes us thirst or makes living water flow from our hearts, flow from the hearts of believers. You remember the Samaritan woman? Her life was not right. Certainly not righteous. She tried marriage four times and then gave up to live with the fifth. Embarrassed to be in public, shamed to get water in the heat of the day. There are a lot of people that carry shame in their lives because some part of their life isn't right, isn't the way it's supposed to be. But then she meets Jesus. And her life changes. She does what she would never have done before. Her life wells up. She goes and tells everyone what Jesus had said about her life. 
as if she had no shame at all. People take notice, and they go out to Jesus, and many more believe because of his word, as recorded in John chapter 4. Then they said to the woman, It is no longer because of what you have said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. Jesus said in John 4, Whoever drinks the water that I give him will, well, will never be thirsty again. The water that I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And in our text, Jesus says, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Now this, he said about the Spirit. That's what the fire of the Spirit does. He helps human beings do the unthinkable. He causes them to do greater things than they ever imagined in the most unlikely places because Jesus matters more. Jesus matters more than shame. Jesus matters more than guilt, more than fear. That's what the word of forgiveness is all about, freeing people from the burden and the curse of the law. The Spirit satisfies the thirsting life caused by sin, guilt, and shame to all we meet. It is that external fire, that external word that fires up our lives and from our heart flows the one message of Jesus. He died and rose again for the forgiveness of sins. It is a life-giving water for everyone who hears. Amen. Now the peace of God that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen.